0: Welcome to Good People, Cool Things, the podcast featuring conversations with entrepreneurs, writers, musicians, and other creatives. I'm your host, Joey Held, and today's guest is Alia Sandoval, game researcher and digital producer at TintU. Alia cycled through a series of professions, doing a lot of things that she thought she might enjoy, but ultimately wasn't feeling, and the mindset she took to get to a profession where she loves what she's doing today, she also is obsessed with ufos and loves doing research and so we got plenty of links in the show notes all around that of some of her favorite videos and channeling her inner haley joel osmond she can kind of hear dead people wait now he says see dead people isn't it well sorry for spoiling the sixth sense for all of y'all but let's dive on in
1: wow all right uh- <laughs> elevator pitch about who I am this is I've never really thought about this Uh, I mean of course there's elevator pitches for what you do but about who you are that's really quite interesting Um, all right okay my name is Alia Sandovar I'm originally from Colombia South America and I have lived in many different places including Costa Rica and several places in the U.S. and now I live in Amsterdam in the Netherlands and I think I'm a person who is seeking to be sovereign and free in all ways. So in work, in life, um, yeah, in friendships, in love, I think, yeah, I think that's who I am.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Perfect elevator pitch. <laughs> Where's your favorite place that you've lived? Is Amsterdam number one?
1: Um, It's pretty close. I also lived in San Francisco. So that was really, really great. I loved uh, the Bay Area. I loved what it offered. And yeah, I loved the mix of people there. Before I, Before I lived in other places, but the Bay Area was the first place that I lived in where I felt like people would have these like weird combinations of of personality traits and hobbies that you don't see or i didn't see up to that time uh, anywhere else so for example you could have this like really uh like a, a really intense personality who's doing like some sort of uh, uh you know mar market uh research or something intense maybe like the vp of marketing or something like this uh what you would expect would be like in what i would say like the boys club or something like this and then you talk to this personality and maybe make assumptions about who this person was and then you'd find out that they were like maybe also like a zen master at the monastery so i really like that about san francisco you didn't know like you can tell by just looking at someone and talking to someone who they really were there it was sort of like permissible to have like all these different facets of yourself and and it was the first place I felt like more at home because I was like, okay, these like differences uh, within one person can coexist, and it's not always like that that you have like maybe things that are opposite to one another or things that you don't expect people to have within themselves um to yeah to ha- to have that, so I thought it was really cool plus there's the whole startup scene that was pretty interesting when i was there really educational
0: awesome yeah i have never lived in san francisco but have visited many times my sister lived out there for a little bit and it i completely agree it's just such a interesting mix of people um, (laughs) with lots of lots of hidden talents
1: (laughs) yeah it's it really is really crazy and uh, it, it can also get a little bit Tiring after a while because if you are sort of like this normal achieving person at a table, it can really like I remember going out to dinner and and then you'd have these conversations with people about what they were doing and uh, and everyone was like, you know, extra, extra, whatever it was that they were doing, they were super driven, super the best at whatever they were doing. Um, and, and maybe you talk to someone at a dinner table, I'm like, oh, so what do you do? It's like, oh, I'm taking time off. And I'm like, great. So where, where are you taking time off from? And, and they'd be like, yeah, well, you know, um, I, I sold my startup a few years back to Google. And then after that, I ended up working with Google as their VP of blah, 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 blah. So after that, I decided to take a break. Um, And then then I helped build an orphanage in Rwanda. And now I'm just sort of figuring out what I want to do with my life. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I just went to public school. And <laughs> and uh yeah, so it it was it was stories like this all the time and and in every area, so whether it was social enterprise or the startup world or like um you know or research or where everyone was just level ten, so which is really great for being driven, but but it also played a little you know it made you feel a little self-conscious or at least I felt self-conscious, so yeah
0: yeah i know it's uh the the advice is always to be like hey just focus on yourself don't compare yourself to other people but in (laughs) environments like that can be hard sometimes
1: yeah yeah it's true especially when it's like that and everyone's like that and you're like what of course that advice is really powerful you know to focus on yourself so it's not so much that you're you feel down on yourself all the time but you're like who are these people (laughs) like like (laughs) so anyway then i moved here to amsterdam when everyone was the opposite it's much more laid back uh and people don't actually share their achievements here which is really interesting you find out later from talking to people what they've done and what they haven't done and uh and it's sort of you know it it's kind of refreshing that people don't like are not constantly pushing and saying oh, I'm this, I'm that, and da-da-da. There's not this kind of self-marketing, uh, you know, self-marketing, I don't know, way of being, you know, they just kind of are.
0: You currently are in gaming now, but you said that you've had, you kind of bounced through a lot of different professions. Uh, to get to that point, mm-hmm. do you have a super strange or outside the box one that you you dabbled in before realizing that's not for you?
1: I can't say it was super outside of the box but i i got my one of my masters degrees is in clinical psychology Ooh. and and so i was a therapist for a couple of years um i didn't get to be licensed because after 2000 hours of doing therapy i realized i did not want to be a therapist <laughs> <laughs> so probably should have figured that out before my degree but uh yeah i figured it out on my way there and a little bit after uh, yeah and i thought it would be really great to help people I, I really loved studying psychology and how people work and like how their minds work uh understanding the systems in which we live and and how much we influence and affect one another you know from little children all the way up to you know our social structures and I really wanted to understand that. I wanted to understand how the human being was. And, and that school provided that, which was fantastic. I was really happy with my education. But the practice of it was a completely different thing. And um, I felt, um, yeah, I wanted to help people. And it just turns out it takes, for people to change, it takes a lot and a lot of time. And I didn't get that that uh, it's not easy, it's not really easy to change, even with support. And that can be for me personally, Um, I have other friends who are therapists who really enjoy and still continue to do it. But for me personally, it was really exhausting to go into a session week after week after week and seeing that the issues that people came to see me for at the very first session were still present a year or a year and a half later. And uh, that felt very discouraging to me.
0: Yeah, it's I obviously have not really any experience with (laughs) therapy. I do not have any master's (laughs) degree hanging up on my wall. But in my very early side hustle days, I I worked for a transcription company.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, And some of what I would transcribe were therapy sessions. And, you know, no no names or anything like they were Mm -hmm. all just a, a series of Uh, numbers to Mm -hmm. identify which ones they were but I would kind of like I'd get some of the same people sometimes so Mm -hmm. I'd I felt like I was like progressing along with them or would like you know get get invested in some of the stories and I'm sure there were there were gaps in between too so I wasn't getting like back to back but I'd hear like something like a callback that I had transcribed before and I was just like oh nice I was wondering how that turned out so it's it's definitely yeah it's definitely interesting.
1: Yeah, and did you see progress between the transcriptions? I'm curious.
0: Um I would say probably not. I think the the one I had the most uh without being too identifying was yeah. um was a a woman probably in her 20s like um and I only did like three or four for her. So I don't think that's enough to really see that mm-hmm. much, but mm-hmm. I did enjoy doing her transcriptions, uh, probably maybe the most, I don't know. But she she would take a lot of long pauses in between saying stuff. Yeah. So that was like less helping that <laughs> I had to do, so I, I enjoyed that because sometimes it can be hard to keep up with that. I can,
1: I can just imagine, yeah, those conversations are really, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, and so, well, now I use my psychology degree in other ways um with people and interactions and um and things like this but but uh yeah i do and i really appreciate that degree it was really great i learned a lot and uh, we also had to go to therapy um as part of our degree it was really also as a way of like um it it helps you as a practitioner know what trips you up so that when you're with a client it doesn't show up with your client and and it also it's also a way to see how other people do therapy so you can learn from them um so that was really really interesting i like that part also
0: so what trips you up so i don't ask it or i do (laughs) if i'm feeling real real tormenting
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so many things (laughs) 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 Where's two on the whole list uh well let's see um I think one one of the things that that trips me up in in life is that i am i feel it, that I'm constantly in a state of confusion with people, and I'm not sure if that's the way my brain works or or what happens but but i oh i used to think that it that this state of confusion was sort of like Um, my fault like I was doing something something wrong and sort of sort of what I realized is that I I think a lot of people have a mismatch between um, what they say and how how they behave and then how they feel or what they actually think and and then I it was like it was like I could feel or sense how people felt but then the reaction or the behavior or the words were coming out of their mouth were are not what they actually feel or what, what I sort of feel or see. And so uh, I used to just feel like, oh, there's something wrong with me. I don't understand people. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and and through the, this work, I came to understand, actually, no, there's nothing wrong with me per se. I mean, that's one of the things that trips me up that I'm constantly like, what? what? I feel so confused right now by why that person said that because to me it's clear that it's blah, blah, blah. So I'm not sure if that answers your question, but that's something that trips me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that makes sense. Yeah. A lot yeah. of times people are not super forthcoming, especially in, in newer situations. Like if you are first meeting someone, like I'm sure there's plenty that I, people are going to keep hidden which is yeah. probably for the best. I don't know if I'd want to know everyone's uh, <laughs> full, you know, full medical history and and all that good stuff. <laughs> no, <growing> I. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree that the definitely like um, it. It's not so much about uh, not being. Yeah, there's no reason. There are things that should be kept sort of like sacred for yourself. You know, you don't need to be telling everyone your business. But I think maybe that's why it's a little bit easier for me here in the Netherlands because people will just tell you what they think right away. There's no, there's no like confusion. There's most of the time no filter. And, and it can feel a little bit harsh if you're not used to being in that environment. But for me, it feels really refreshing because I don't have to guess if what someone's telling me is what they want me to know, what they really know or, or feel um they just tell it how it is and um and if they don't want you to know something they just don't say something
0: (laughs) nice (laughs) and simple i like it it. yeah yeah so yeah and so you bounced around all these different professions getting Mm -hmm. master's degrees left and right your wall is like an art wall just of degrees it's magical
1: yeah it is and
0: you said that only recently you've you've kind of returned to playing games which is something that you love so how did you get back into gaming
1: yeah actually it was a little bit it ironically had a bit to do with my clinical uh psychology uh, study Uh, i started noticing that whenever i do because part of my job was to do home visits so actually go to the client's home and, and be there with them that the best times and the best sessions that i had with them were the ones in which I wasn't doing quote unquote therapy, but ones in which we were doing activities together, playing with their them and their children, or showing them some new play, or perhaps we were uh, cooking together. And of course, that therapy occurred in that sort of uh, time. Um, but we, but it wasn't okay. Let's sit across from each other and then you just share what's happening. But rather, like two people sort of hanging out uh i held the therapeutic space but they and they obviously they were sharing information but in the process of an activity and not only did i have fun but they they also had a lot of fun and and i really enjoyed those sessions so when i realized i didn't want to be a therapist anymore i sort of had um this intuition um to go into games i saw some sort of like startup weekend or something where they they were doing like a startup weekend on video games and and i hadn't thought about video games i'd played some when i was a kid and also in college and uh i thought gosh i wonder if that's something that i that i can do and and of course i mean there's lots of uh People make video games, but for some reason it didn't dawn on me like that could be an actual could actually be a career. And what could I do now, you know, after Having a couple masters degrees like do I really want to go back to school or do something else. So yeah, so, so I saw this thing. And then I just was inspired, you know, I just had this intuition, this feeling like it was the right thing to do and um, I then went into a PhD that allowed me to then um, study and work with game designers. And and that's how I made the transition. And um, I really enjoyed it. And, and then from that point forward, I started then uh, becoming more involved. I, I worked at the Game Developers Conference um, as one of like their... Advocates, ambassadors, people that volunteer, now they get paid um, for four years. And then, you know, I got involved with other organizations and with research organizations. And yeah, and then my life just took a completely different turn. And it, I was so, or I am so much happier uh, using games and playfication now uh, for businesses and helping develop products and things like this. It's so much more fun. So. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. We'll we'll get back to gaming towards okay. the end yeah. of the episode, um, but I did want to uh, dive into a couple of your your self proclaimed quirks. Yeah. Uh, one of them being uh, your obsession with UFOs. Yes. <laughs> and have you many many follow ups here? Have you seen UFO, uh, uh, UFO before, or uh, well, let me say that in a normal way. <laughs> have you seen a UFO before?
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. Not that I remember. I, uh, I, I had when I was living in Santa Barbara, I was with some, with some girlfriends once, and uh, I had by this point, I think I joined the MUFON uh, organization in California, and so you could become a reporter or something. And I, and we were talking about children or something important in the world, and then I saw this thing flashing in the sky, and. And I, I said, do you see that? And then they, and it did this loop-de-loop thing, not not the kind of thing that you would see a plane do. It did a loop-de-loop thing. And then in a flash, it, it was like a flash and then it was gone. And, and then they looked at it and the, they managed to catch it because they were facing me and I was watching the sky. And so they turned around and then they saw it. And I was like, is that what I think it is? And they're like, I don't know, but it sure doesn't look like some object that we would have now. I was like, well, there we have it. <laughs> and and that's probably the only time I've had any kind of experience with it. Most of my thoughts or experiences are on UFOs or watching videos and wanting to go to UFO conferences and things like this. So, yeah.
0: So do you have a favorite video then that you, you would recommend for people that just want to learn a little more about UFOs maybe don't have the extensive background that you do
1: wow oh my gosh i'm so far in the <laughs> rabbit hole of this thing um okay so maybe i would just say people there's so many people that that i follow but like the first one that uh that pops into my mind that talks of this and there's a movie called uh, beyond majestic which talks about this whole like just ufos and like gets a little bit into conspiracy theories and things like this about why things are being hidden etc 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 um but one of the the main people within this like uh disclosure community is david wilcock so if you were to search for him on google or youtube um you could find some of his stuff um yeah but they're they're like now i have to like think about who are all the people i just jump around between (laughs) different different youtubes i'm like yes yes i also um edge of wonder also covers um some ufo stuff that i that i follow that's another youtube channel um but they also cover other types of stuff like they also cover like conspiracy stuff yeah but i've been obsessed with them since i was a kid i used to like feel like i wanted to leave the planet i felt like you know this planet is crazy i mean i grew up in colombia in the middle of like the pablo escobar time so it was not a nice place i mean my mom was super great and she kept us safe and we were in main city so uh but it was always really scary to grow up there at the time so i was always sort of like Think like designing spaceships and trying to figure out, I actually wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid, to how, you know, just to figure out how I would get out of the planet. Cause I was, you know, all I could think of is like, wow and it is so whack. What is happening? (laughs) (laughs) What's the fastest route out of here? So yeah, and so I became, that's when I became obsessed with UFOs and sci-fi and all kinds of things, you know? Um, You know, we had two TVs growing up and my family would be in, one tv like we would be watching tv in one room and then they would give me the other one so i can i could watch my sci-fi shows because no one could relate <laughs>
0: so. do you have a show that uh, would be the ideal like if we if we were to go out into space go to a new planet is there a show that really captured that super well if you're like if this is like this yes i'm on board
1: oh my gosh a show that really captured how things would really be Mm. no I don't I think all the shows about UFOs tend to make it tend to make UFOs this like really horrible thing or like they're somehow uh, yeah I mean I liked actually recently the show I liked the most I don't know if they're still on seasons or not but the one I liked was The Orville um, oh yeah yeah i really like the orville i mean of course before that you can maybe look at what you know they were all the different sparks and things like this but but i really liked the orville how oh, that was really funny it was very Um uh, but this idea of like uh, yeah go, going to different planets and connecting with different cultures and things like this seems really 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 interesting and uh yeah
0: and sort of along the lines of going mm-hmm. to different places, Yeah, you also say that you can hear dead people.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> let's,
0: let's dive into this. What does this mean?
1: <laughs> so I I would, I will, yeah, so I will say it's, it's more like a sense, a sense of, um, Feeling sort of people around me, I call them dead people, but it probably just means that people I don't have a physical body and i've I've had this feeling since I was a little kid, and so um i I sort of hear this these things like in the example of i I tell people with my intuition, maybe it is I don't know um but uh I sort of hear this these sort of voices that sort of like guide me and telling tell me which way to go sometimes especially when things are hard i don't feel alone i feel like i have this like you know band of like superheroes that are constantly watching over me and and sort of guiding me and giving me advice so how does it work it works differently each time um so one one time when I was in europe i I missed my train and it was a mess. I was trying to visit my cousin and and i I didn't know where I was going and and I was heading the wrong direction and I needed to catch this one train to it was like the last train from that city in order to make it to my cousin, um, otherwise I would have had to spend the night and um and so i I was, I, I was frantic, so I was going down the stairs, I didn't know where to go, you couldn't, I couldn't tell where I needed to go, and I made a turn to the left, and then suddenly I felt my collar being pulled really, really hard, and, and I heard the word no the other way, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, and then I turned around, and sure enough, the, in the other direction was the, was the train I got in, and then the doors closed. And then I managed to get through. And um so that's just one one sort of instance. Um, but of course another instance was this feeling of when when I saw the startup weekend for for video games and I looked at it and I was like, could I really do it? And then I kept hearing my intuition is like, yes, this is the way you need to go. Go go into games, go into games. I kept hearing, go into games. Um and another one might have been when i changed my last name because my original last name is not sandalar and um and so i for every every day when i woke up for like three months or something like this um i would i would hear the word Sandovar, 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 Sandovar. And I was like, what is that? Why am I hearing this name? This is so weird. But every day, for like the first couple minutes when I woke up, and then finally, one day, I'm like, oh, that sounds, that sounds like a name. That sounds like, like maybe like a last name, like a last name. Oh, maybe that's the last name I could take on. And then, and then I didn't hear it anymore after that when I kind of heard that conclusion and um and now it's a bit different so like it 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 started sort of small with like small hints and now it's like it's like having a friend in my head so to speak uh that sort of talks to me all the time and is is telling me like well and i ask oh what's going on with this or why is this happening and and i sort of feel like guided i um yeah, I'm told different things. So, and sometimes I feel like if I really concentrate, then I can speak out what I hear. Um, yeah, <laughs> so that's what it looks like. <laughs> and, and I say dead people because I'm not sure where it comes from. And, uh, but I know it's not me because the words and the things that I hear are so much wiser than anything I could have say <laughs> So it's not like my subconscious or something. Although some people could call it that, but it's just so wise and also so loving. I, I'm never judged by these words or these thoughts or these things, you know. Um, and it's always kind, even when I'm angry with people or frustrated or or have my own negative thinking about something, you know, these the 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 wisdom and the words are always, always compassionate towards others, towards myself. And so it's really soothing to to hear it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know what you would call it, but yeah.
0: No, I like, yeah, I don't know, dead disembodied <laughs> voice, <laughs> just the, the soothing voice. I like that. The soothing, the soothing
1: yeah. voice, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, think, I think some people might, I don't know, d- depending on where you, um, yeah, because it's not like I'm a psychic and like I talk to people's grandmas or something like this this, this is not is this is not what happens to me I, I don't know how to explain to other people other that I do feel like it's not I do feel like it they're like beings or people or something like this it's not uh, something that's coming just from me directly yeah that's all I can say <laughs> I'm not sure I wouldn't know how, how else to explain it and uh because I don't have any words for it that could that could explain this, and it's not something I talk about with people either. Although I am talking about it more and more because I decided that I wasn't going to hide that part of myself from people, which is why this podcast was going to be super fun. And <laughs> <laughs> because it's an important part of my life. When when people ask me, well, you've made you've made so many choices. You you've changed from this to this and this and this. Um, but it also always had a direction, so to speak. And the direction, I thought, was, uh, was sort of like this intuition. But it's sort of like this, it's more like I'm connected to, to, to a wisdom or something that exists beyond me. And, and this wisdom sort of helps me and, and tells me where to go and, and what to do. Um, most of the time I listen to it, although sometimes I haven't um, and it's always worked for me in in the best in the best way, even if at the time like the same intuition told me to to move to California because I've been studying um, I, I did my bachelor's at Florida state and then when I did my master's it was in California and I and that change happened very quickly within six months. I moved to California, crossed, you know, did the typical get on my in my uh, red beetle, <laughs> pack everything you own and go across. And uh, and yeah, and I, I knew it was the right thing. I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna become a therapist at the time. And, and yeah, and it was sort of like this guidance that told me, okay, go, go study, go do this and um and i i thought you know i i could even look at it now call like oh why did my intuition why did this guidance like take me the, the wrong way or why didn't i become a therapist but actually it felt like it was it was something that i needed to do and needed to learn in order to understand the world and and to be um because i carry that with me even now when i do my work, and and so it's a big big part of who I am, even though it's not what I do. And had I thought about it just logically, uh, I might have pushed through to try to force myself to become a therapist when it didn't feel right anymore, and say, oh, my intuition told me to do this change, and now it's not working, um, but I just kept trusting that, okay, it's not working anymore, so that means this part is done, I don't know why it's done. Uh, but I um, feel guided to go in a different direction now. So I'll go there. And uh, yeah.
0: I like it. I like it. <laughs> and, and as promised, we will return to gaming for okay. the top three, which wraps up every episode. And would love to just hear, this. this can be video games, this can be board games, this can be learning games, but your top three games of all time.
1: My top three games of all time. Mm. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, I really, really liked uh, this game that was designed by someone who I interviewed, which is called Gorogoa. Which is a really cool puzzle game and Papers, Please.
0: Nice. Yeah. (laughs) It's a solid list. I like it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Uh, Have you played any of those games? Well, maybe the first one, but maybe not the last two.
0: I feel like I have played uh, definitely Zelda. Yeah. Uh, And definitely not the last one.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, but I think for now those three, yeah something with more a little more uh, depth or things
0: yeah that's always good yeah it's good to have yeah have a little 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 dive into yeah
1: yeah exactly so gosh i hope i hope that all my chatting was good i have no idea i just went on <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, i guess that'll be up to uh the audience to decide but oh. if they want to <laughs> uh if they want to learn more about you or or you know chat ufos or anything where can they find you oh sure
1: yeah sure uh so i'm everywhere and every but my my website name is aliasandovar.com so you could see me there and then of course i'm on linkedin under aliasandovar and of course on twitter at aliasandovar and uh same thing on instagram at aliasandovar pretty much the same across every platform so yeah that's good branding good consistency (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly so yeah this has been fun interesting
0: awesome I'm glad I'm glad you weren't scared off occasionally (laughs) we have Guests just running off and really? they give up. No, 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 that's not no, actually Okay. <laughs> still waiting for one day. I just, they just mid interview. They're just like, Nope. That's why I know I've made it is when someone walks out on me.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. You're like, Oh, you pushed the right buttons.
0: Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, Ollie, yeah. thank you so much. And of course we're going to end with a bad joke because that's just what I did. Yeah. But how do you get a Pikachu on a bus? your pokemon get after it today people
1: (laughs) that's really good